welcome to the Canology Podcast, and this is part two of Living Your Life in Your Twenties. So our first topic is, <laughs> how can you be a bad bitch and be broke at the same time? Okay. How you doing? <sighs> um, okay, let me tell you, undergrad, uh-huh. working minimum wage and stuff like that, definitely had to figure out how to be a bad bitch mm-hmm. and be broke, okay? <laughs> and some of that just comes with like, okay, let me tell you, some of these like boutiques and stuff like that, like Fashion Nova mm-hmm. and all of them, they be up in rainbow. <laughs> if y'all ain't know. If, if you didn't know. The artifacts. Now you know, like, <laughs> you, it, it, it's a hit or miss. When it hits, it hits. And when it miss, it miss. Like, I got my top from rainbow. Okay. Give it. Okay. You gotta look a little bit. You yeah, you have to, yeah, you just you have to look. look. But, yeah. Um, Carlos. For me, I feel like one of my keys is having a side hustle. So, you know, when you do hair, you do nails, you can do makeup, mm-hmm. you can write papers. It's like so many side hustles you can do yeah. to like make extra money. So, basically, just get a side hustle. And I always tell people when they are getting side hustles, think of something you're passionate about that you enjoy doing. So it's like something, I would do this for free, mm-hmm. but I'm doing it and getting paid while I'm doing it. Okay. So then you have a little money on the side, you know, to and be a bad bitch. So is that how you became the entrepreneur? That's just how I became I've had little side businesses probably since I was 12 or 13. Okay. Check you out. So you always knew that you wanted to be a boss, basically. Period. She has spoken. Right. And then also on the shopping tip, I know you said Rainbow was a good one, but Play-Doh's Closet is a good one too. Like all of the nice clothes the designers that you like, people who don't want them, they're taking the Play-Doh's Closet, nice clothes in good condition, mm-hmm. cheap prices, half or sometimes a third of what you would pay retail, and you buy it from there. Yeah, you told me about you that. You got a whole outfit for $20. I, yeah, because remember when you had that shirt, and I was like, did you get that from, like, from the 21? I was like, no. And you were like, because <laughs> I had that same shirt. It was six, and how much did you pay? Do you remember? It was like $27. Six dollars. <laughs> Brand new with tags, actually, I think that one was. That's crazy. See, maybe I need to do that. Like, you know, Mm-hmm. Also with thirteen, I feel like it's super cool because they're super unique pieces. So ain't nobody gonna have an outfit you got on. See, I could never get, I could never get into thrifting. You don't have to. I'm helping. I may, maybe because one time I went, and maybe because I didn't really go to like a good store, mm-hmm. but like I got a blazer from there, and then that was probably and that was my first and last time going. No, you definitely gotta look and give it a little time, but. But that's the thing. I don't be having time. Like I, I rather just online shop to where I know I can just scroll, watch Netflix or something, figure out what I'm gonna get, and then it get shipped to me, and know that it's gonna be there. And then I'm walking around the mall trying to find stuff, whatever the case may be, and then end up going walking for hours, still don't got nothing. Like you be mad. Okay, that's why I don't feel like. 
No, I don't like going to the mall like that. <laughs> but yeah, but you know, mm -hmm. um, that kind of segues in because I think I may need to go to the mall depending on how this package comes out because I'm going to Vegas, okay? And that gets into traveling yes. in your twenties, like travel every opportunity that you get, even if you have to scrape up every little bit of it. Make sure your bills paid. After your bills are paid, say I only got like two hundred dollars, and you can go to the beach. You want to go to the beach? Yes. I'm like, <laughs> I think that's why I'm like so blessed to have the groups of friends that I have where I could like. Go on trips because one thing I know, my friends are gonna take flights, okay? And they like, we gonna travel, right? And even like before, when I was in my early 20s and we wasn't able to, like, you know what I'm saying, like, go to the most elaborate places, we would try to take trips to the city, go to Philly or whatever, or like go to the DMV, Florida, stuff like that, and like still be able to enjoy ourselves and get out the house while still balling on a budget. Because if you take, you know, group trips, okay, splitting up them prices, Airbnbs, all of mm -hmm. the above. It honestly is more affordable <clears throat> than you think. And then also, mm -hmm. if you went to our um, first part, we are talking about financial literacy. Just saving a little bit. If you save a little bit each month, you don't mm -hmm. have enough money. Okay. Money on trip. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You know, just plan ahead. Know how much you're going to need. Figure out how you're gonna make that money if you got a little side hustle, like she said. Figure out how much I need to sell, or how much heads do I need to do, or how many faces I need to be to get this Airbnb or to get this uh, rental car, or whatever the case may be. And take them trips because at the end of the day, you never know when you are not gonna have the freedom to do what you wanna do. Like, that's why I'm trying to enjoy my 20s while I can. While I don't have any children and any real responsibilities like that, so that I could do what I want to do, because I would hate to like be in that position and be like, man, I wish I would have done that yeah. and didn't. Because one thing I'm gonna do, I'm gonna take a flight and I'm gonna <laughs> go somewhere because. And then mm -hmm. even with traveling, I feel like some of my favorite memories are traveling memories in my twenties of me just yes. being out with people I really care about and who care about me. Mm -hmm. So definitely just make sure that you're capturing all of those memories and taking, you know, a few trips with your friends. What's your, like, most memorable traveling memory? Oh. Whether it's good or bad. Um, <clears throat> so I'm in a business fraternity, and mm -hmm. my business fraternity took a trip to Florida, and it was so much fun. It was just so much fun, just us hanging out, like a bar hopping, being somewhere different, mm -hmm. you know, just being together and creating those memories. Mm -hmm. Just amazing. What about yours? What's your favorite travel mm -hmm. memory? Mine would be with, it would have to be going to Cancun for my birthday with Turn Up Team. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you, I remember like me and my friend Sponge was. <laughs> <laughs> we shared a room whatever we finished getting ready and we told our other two friends doesn't take up who's gonna go to the bar real quick mm -hmm. as they you know finish getting ready girls how about we went to the bar I don't know what happened I guess we had one too many shots oh wow but next thing you know I'm on live I know 
never go on Instagram live. My friend is in the bathroom. Like, we was going for like an hour and a half or so. And they ended up finding us. And it was like, where we all at? Like, we was wondering what happened to y'all. Mind you, we are on our ass drunk. <laughs> Meanwhile, we were supposed to go out. But let me tell you, that was probably like the most fun time I had because being at an all-inclusive, okay, that's another way to save your coins. Like, it may be a little expensive on the upfront because you have to pay for it in advance. But at the same time, when you get there, y'all know you can drink as much as you want, eat as much as you want, and be straight, free, free, be free. Okay? Okay? And then along with that, I feel like another thing that is hard to kind of deal with in your 20s it's heartbreak. I hate this topic. <laughs> because let me tell you, mm -hmm. I'm an emotional thug. <laughs> you fake emotional. I am emotional, but like, I'm gonna take it like a shit. She's trying to act like she don't care, but she do be here. Okay, keep a pimping. <laughs> But definitely with heartbreak, I feel like one thing that I have learned is kind of making sure, again, cherishing the memories. Even though that relationship went south, you still, you know, had some type of connection with that person and some type of, you know, good feelings towards them. So just cherishing the good memories and thinking about all of the lessons you learned from that relationship and how you might do things differently in a different relationship or how you would want different qualities in a different partner, you know? Okay. So it's always a learning experience for me. The first half, I was like, yeah. Then the second half, I was like, <laughs> Because <laughs> I was like, this is one thing about me, like, after I'm done with a situation or a relationship, I forget the person, I forget the memories. I don't, I'm not cherishing nothing because I'm done with you, you know what I'm saying? And there's something that I mean, and I also have a, I'm a, I tend to be a very forgetful person because of that, because it's like, when I'm trying to get over you, I force myself to not think of you at all or anything that like relates to you. That's why they say, don't um, have no song with no person that you with or whatever because you ain't never gonna be able to listen to that song the same way you can. Yeah, ruin the good song. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm so mad I put my boyfriend on to "Hope You Do" by Chris Brown because that is my song, and I mean I'm gonna I'm gonna be with him forever. But God forbid I'm not with him forever. That song is gonna haunt you. That in a lot of songs, okay? But yeah, dealing with heartbreak is like, it, it's hard in your 20s because on, I think it goes back to what we talked about in um, part one, when it comes to meeting certain goals. Like some people are very caught up in the idea of like getting married by a certain time that in trying to meet a certain goal or fantasy that they have, they end up marrying somebody that they, I'm not gonna say they shouldn't, but they kind of settle for things in a way just because they're trying to speed up the process when if had they not been so set on that, mm -hmm. they may um, snap back into reality. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and like really found someone that they were supposed to be with. So, watch out for that. Like, don't. And make sure you love yourself. Again, I said I was trying to make sure you love yourself before you jump into a relationship, anyway. <clears throat> yeah. Because it's still a recipe for disaster, anyway. But just make sure that you're with the person you're with for the right reasons and not the wrong reasons, like meeting a said goal. Yeah, because that's like what you said in part one. You have to be able to come to terms with the, you know, decisions that you make mm-hmm. and some of the mistakes that may happen from that. So, like, when you're doing certain things, whether that comes to, you know, love, career, whatever the case may be, make sure that down the line, you will be okay knowing that you made whatever decision it is that you made. And if you're okay with it, then... Hey, do you know? <laughs> so one of our last takeaways from this whole conversation about um, living in your 20s, how we've navigated being 20, things we want to achieve or whatnot. Mm-hmm. I um, always have thought that um, your 20s is preparation for your 30s. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? I definitely think that because, you know, they say your 30s is just your 20s but with more money, okay? And I don't feel like hopefully when I'm in my 30s, not hopefully, but I know that it's going to happen, I'll be able to live the life that I deserve. And I think a lot of that comes with really being able to reflect on some of the things that you've been through and what you can do differently to to set yourself up for success. So that by the time you are in your 30s, you done did all the prep work that it took to get to where, you know, you're going. And even if you start late, whether it is with school or, you know, you marry someone a little bit later than you thought you would have, or you have had a business or would have been, you know, made a certain money at a certain point in time, it's okay. Just know that at the end of the day, Five years from now is going to come whether you start or you don't. So why not start now so that once that two, three, four, five year mark came, you know, comes, you're where you want to be. Exactly. Also, I feel like with us saying that like the 20s are preparation for your 30s, I feel like a lot of the habits, the habits we were talking about, like money management, self-love, making mm-hmm. sure you're reflecting on your actions. Um, traveling or whatnot are all things that I want to practice throughout my life, not just in my 20s and 30s. It's yes. something I want to carry, you know, till I'm older and something I want to impart into my children. Yes. So just setting up those good habits. Yes, you definitely got to set up some good habits because good habits don't just happen overnight. Mm-hmm. Okay, you don't just have good money management skills or a, um, a good self care plan or a career track that you want to have overnight. So definitely making sure that you put, you plan and prepare for it. And when the time comes, you really start to make action because at the end of the day, you can't wait on nobody Mm-mm. but yourself. You just got to get it. Period. Period. So thank you for watching part two of the Living Your Life in Your 20s series. Mm -hmm. Um, Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. We'll see you later.